With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No trial for any public official that has been impeached twice. For the information of the Senate, the Republican leader and I, in consultation with both the House managers and former President Trump's lawyers, have agreed to a bipartisan resolution to govern the structure and timing of the impending trial. Let me say that again. All parties have agreed to a structure that will ensure a fair and honest Senate impeachment trial of the former president. Each side will have ample time to make their arguments, 16 hours over two days for the House managers, the same for the former president's counsel. If managers decide they want witnesses, there will be a vote on that, which is the option they requested in regard to witnesses. The trial will also accommodate a request from the former president's counsel to pause the trial during the Sabbath. The trial will break on Friday afternoon before sundown and will not resume until Sunday afternoon. As in previous trials, there will be equal time for senators' questions and for closing arguments, and an opportunity for the Senate to hold deliberations if it so chooses. And then we will vote on the article of impeachment. And if the former president is convicted, we will proceed to a vote on whether he is qualified to enjoy any office. All right, folks, this is the cue, and thanks for tuning back in. But um, we're going to talk about the impending impeachment hearing uh, going on with Donald Trump, uh, starting with the uh, the House managers here, they have said they rebuke Trump's team's calls to dismiss the impeachment case, and they say that evidence is overwhelming. They said Trump has no valid excuse or defense for his actions, the House managers wrote, and his efforts to escape accountability are entirely unveiling. Now,
people walk in front of the Capitol, blah, blah, blah. House impeachment managers respond to the final pre-trial brief from Donald Trump's legal team on Monday, saying the former president's defense that such a trial is unconstitutional and that he quickly moved to suppress the violence during the Capitol riot last month is wholly without merit. The House denies each and every allegation and the answer that denies the acts, knowledge, intent are wrongful conduct charged against President Trump. The Democratic managers wrote the House states that each and every allegation in the article of impeachment is true and that any affirmative defenses and legal defenses is set forth in the answer are wholly without merit. So they're trying to, trying to try him before he even gets there. You know, the House further states that the article of impeachment properly alleges an impeachable offense under the Constitution, is not subject to a motion to dismiss, and is within the jurisdiction of the Senate sitting in the count court of impeachment and should be considered and adjudicated by the Senate sitting in the court of impeachment. Um, well, who do you have to ask for a coup? Who do you have to ask for the military coup? I don't what? know. I mean, I'm, honestly, we... I'm, I'm, I'm serious. We should be able to We'd be better I just want to start with the trial, with the trial itself. We are, we are learning more about what it's going, to look, what like, it's going to look like, how it's going to play out over the next, over the next couple, couple of days. And we know that, of course, right out of the gate, they're, they're going to hold this vote now, we expect, on the constitutionality, on the constitutionality of, the of the trial itself. itself. Uh, do you think uh, that, that, that is, is uh, too soon for that? Is it, is it going to give away the whole game because uh, it's going to show us that Republicans probably are not willing to convict right up front? You know, we are at this point, Casey, uh, where we have to look at whose side are you going to be on? Are you going to be on the side of the Constitution? Are you going to defend our democracy? Are you going to remember the events of just four short weeks ago where a seditious mob, rioters, attacked our Capitol? Five people lost their lives. 140 law enforcement officers were injured. Some of them very, very seriously. Fostered by a big from President Donald Trump about the election being stolen from him. So we are at this place with impeachment, which is our constitutional tool to protect our democracy. And my question for the Senate, is are you going to look at the facts? Are you going to remember what you witnessed and stand up for our country at this time? Or are you going to give in to your own political pressure? And they're talking about democracy. Dead people voted. Dead people voted. They just stole an election. Mm-hmm. Like it was kind of like, well, no, they stopped. They, you know, I mean, I know that you know, blah, 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 80 million votes. Well, you know, all I'm saying is, is that they just fucking stole an election and now they're talking about dem- democracy, ref- what integrity of. I mean, get fucked. I mean, yeah, exactly. This creature, mm-hmm. she wasn't even there. I mean, someone hasn't slapped her on the ass so we can get a real voice either. Her big man hands. Look, it is so... I'm very sorry, but, you know, this business... I want a coup. Look, they murdered this old man. This is murder. They murdered him. He died. It's hot. Look at the... No, it's... I'm sorry. It's not... 
We need a coup. Who do I call? Can you give me the number? I'll call because it's not a traitor if I ask. They can't tell me because you're a citizen. I'm not a citizen. You know, I'll just say, can we have a coup like in Burma? Well, you got, you got Biden in here, and he said he went from build back better to have a plan to deal with COVID to sorry we can't build back better for at least 10 years. And about the COVID, nothing can be done. I guess when we're forever rigged the election system, you can really be honest, like only a dementia adled authoritarian can uh, pretty much. You know, here's here's proof, folks. You want proof? Look at the stuff. This came from um, this came from Mike Lindell's you know, video, the, if anything, you know, you can unfound anything, but stats don't lie. This is what Donald Trump was talking about. This is what Donald Trump was on the phone going, can't you just, he wasn't begging him to find votes. He was basically saying, can't you just eliminate some of this stuff on the list? If you eliminate a couple of these things on the list, then guess what? I win because the margin of error is what, 10,000, but look at how many mail-in votes you have, you know, illegals. There you go. Boom completed but they were mailed at the wrong time not they were registered a lock back at low they were re registered you know there's 660,892 margin of error but the margin of victory was 10,000 votes here we are with michigan you know um um uh, maryland would like this you know they do it a little different yeah. eight almost 18,000 dead voters uh, which they're trying to discredit the dead voters, but they are dead voters. Wayne County, 71% of the didn't even balance, didn't balance. Yet, so you had 633,227 possible margin of errors, but apparently both Biden or whatever won by 147 votes. So you throw those out, you know? Yeah, yeah some of those people might have voted for Trump, but more than likely, no. Here it is in Nevada, 34,000 margin of error. And you've got a possible margin of error, 212,508 illegal aliens, mail-in votes, Clark County, you know, dead people who voted. See, this, you know, business, this business, Marilyn, and I know this happened in Michigan because I followed this up and I watched it. So say, for example, here we are. Let's pretend that we're a county, right? The lesbian arms county, right? And say you, me, and Peter, we all have our little vote, right? And we come in and we count our votes and we end up with 10 votes. Well, yeah. how can in a population of three can be 10 votes? And the problem is, is that in many places in Michigan, you had percentage of voting was over a hundred percent so the problem is is that even if you like even with full voting um in in places like australia where it's illegal not to vote you still have these norms about how many people turn up to vote now, the problem in Britain, they have a big problem, and you have had problems before where many times some of these people that have been elected have actually been elected because Trump supporters stay home. And many of the people that Trump, what Trump did, Trump's got the people that don't normally vote to go and vote. And that's why the Democrats have in the past
been able to win elections because Democrats vote Republicans stay home. This time it's been reversed and that's why they had to do all this fraud. So I just want to say oh, yeah. that you can't have oh, more yeah. people voting than there are voters. <laughs> ah, how is that possible? Oh, yeah. It's it's crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, just going down the, I mean, just going down the list. Or Pennsylvania, same thing. Eight hundred sixty-six thousand margin of error victory, sixty-eight thousand. And here's Wisconsin, four hundred thousand. You know, two twenty thousand votes margin of victory. And here's Georgia. This was what Donald Trump was talking about. You had a possible margin of error of one point five million, and Donald yeah. won by ten thousand votes. So apparently what they were saying is Trump was like, well, just take this out. Just take that out. You can find the votes right there. Take, take these out. And then they turned around and said, oh, Donald Trump's trying to get him to pull votes out of nowhere. No, he was saying you could just take this. Give me this. Give me that. Boom, I win. You know? So looking at all of that, looking at all of this, how could you not think that people won't be completely upset, regardless if it was Donald Trump or not Donald Trump? It doesn't matter if it was Donald Trump. What's matter is people looking at this and people were pissed and people went down there January 6th to basically scream at a building. Most of them went to go scream at a building. A few fools went inside, you know, had no real excuse for that. Um... Um, I was out there. I didn't go in the building. I went there to show our numbers outside that we were upset with what was going on. So here we are down the road and they want to try to um, they want to try to Donald Trump on words. Well, here you go. You can't just criminalize Republican speech and ignore all the Democrats who've incited violence. Rand Paul just blasted Schumer for inciting uh, hate and violence. Um, this was posted. No, no. Senator Rand Paul joined Chris Wallace on Fox News and said during their discussion, Senator Paul pointed out the obvious double standard in our culture today. President Trump can call for a peaceful demonstration at the U.S. Capitol and is facing impeachment. Meanwhile, Democrat Chuck Schumer can threaten Supreme Court justices with violence and everything is just fine. Here is Schumer right here. And it's on YouTube. I want to tell you, Gorsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh. You have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. And we already talked about what um, was going on with uh, with Maxine Waters, talking about get in their face, get in their face, do whatever you want, you know, impeach 45 and get in their face and start stuff. And you had um, our now what VP woman, um, not really, not really our PVP woman, but she was talking about, I don't see why they are not protesting everywhere. You had the mayor of D.C. who was encouraging Black Lives Matter and Antifa, not doing not one damn thing to them, 
they were going this is what this is why so many people thought they could go into the Capitol and do what they wanted because you had Black Lives Matter people just literally destroying stuff, beating people up, killing people, then getting locked up in the same day, getting released, going out there, doing it again, then release. You had people stealing stuff and looting targets, destroying buildings, doing everything and not getting in trouble. But yet a Republican boy that decided Kyle decided to protect himself when people were chasing him. He shoots two fools and he's in jail. For so-called murder. One of the persons that he shot was a pedophile. The other one, I think, was a rapist. Fuck them. You know? Um, Kyle was protecting a oh, business. Protected Kyle was protecting a, he was protecting a business. He was protecting his home, you know, a, a business from being destroyed. This is the same night where they went into that car lot and destroyed all those cars. That man who owns the cars can't even get his insurance to pay for it because they claim they don't they don't do acts of God or whoever it is. You know, and this man's it's 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 fucked up. But you know, they said Senator Rand Paul said if you think you're going to criminalize speech and somehow impeach everyone who says, Oh, go fight, you hear our voices heard. Really, we ought to impeach Chuck Schumer then. So if people want to hold President Trump accountable for language, there has to be a consistent standard. And to my mind, it's a partisan farce. If we're going to criminalize speech, somehow impeach everybody who says, go fight, you know, go do your fight. I mean, that's that's what's going on. I mean, why the hell is Donald Trump being impeached after the fact meanwhile you now you've got a top conservative lawyer saying that the constitution does allow for the trump impeachment trial which absolutely makes no sense because i mean impeachment has to deal with impeaching a citizen a, a sitting president um unless he's the president which we all kind of feel he still is then why are you even bothering you know um this Charles J. Cooper, a conservative constitutional, probably a never Trumper, says in an op-ed published in the Wall Street Journal that Republicans are wrong to argue that it's unconstitutional to hold impeachment trial of the former president. All but five GOP senators backed former President Donald Trump in a vote last month, late last month, after Senator Rand Paul challenged the constitutional basis for the Senate impeachment trial of the former president. Impeachment is for the removal of office and accused here has already left office. The vote signal that the trial proceedings scheduled to start Tuesday are likely to end with the former president's acquittal on the charge. He excited the January 6th Capitol riot that left five people dead, including a Capitol police officer. That officer committed suicide. I mean, it's... I don't believe anyone died. They stopped No, it's... They haven't destroyed America. They haven't destroyed the world. That's what the problem is. They, they, we need to think about this from a, glo a global perspective. Like the the communist, fascist dictators, they haven't finished yet. They've just they just got this sorted out. The election. They haven't finished. They haven't finished with us. Their slavery is not complete, and the part of it is going to be the vaccines. Those vaccines stuff. You know, the agenda, there's an agenda to turn everyone into slaves. 
And this is what the problem is. And they're trying to distract, distract, distract. And they want to destroy the world. They they want to destroy. And the, the problem is, is they won and they haven't, like, it's like they didn't win because it wasn't good enough. And it'll be never good enough for them, for the left. They're never going to stop their bullshit. And this is they're trying to incite a civil war. And what do you that think, is. Marilyn, yeah. what do you think? I think that they're trying to start a war, the Democrats. Yeah, yeah. I mean, civil war. You know, yeah. Well, I think when they say civil war, it's not exactly a civil war. It's more of a revolution. No, they want they want black people and white. They want Democrats. They want a left-right war. You see, the 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 conservatives are upset with the government, but what they're trying to do is they're trying to make the left and their minions Antifa. They want Antifa to start going out. And attacking conservatives, it's a proxy war. They want to come bring them into the neighbourhood. Do you, do you understand what I mean, Marilyn? And, and and why not? And why not? The more, the merrier. And why not? The more, the merrier. If more people are willing to fight alongside us. But the issue, Marilyn, is that you don't. None of these elitist pricks ever fight their own battles. They always get someone else to do their dirty work, and so it's and and so it's much better to have because then you see they want that because then Biden will invite Chinese troops in as um, as peacekeepers, and therein that therein lies the problem because in Victoria. They, they had the police, this is a state in, West, in in Australia, they had these really dark black kind of um, black uniformed police that came from China and they were brutal to the protesters over there. So we've had the Chinese troops in Victoria already. So it's a, it's coming your way. And you're not having these conversations because they're doing the impeachment. This impeachment oh, so alarming. The impeachment is all about distracting you from well and this Supreme Court business. Oh, I don't know. I mean, how can you how I don't understand. Mr. Trump must be still president. Because he must be. Well, no, I want a coup. I just want a coup. Get the military in and the military can shoot them all while they're resisting arrest or something. Well, the military is already surrounding the White House. I mean, it doesn't understand you've got... So now you have you have Donald Trump out, apparently. And now you've got... The Supreme Court didn't want to do anything beforehand, but now it says the Supreme Court announces it will soon consider major election lawsuits. So now they'll talk about it. The Supreme Court... Several high-profile election lawsuits will consider in a mid-February conference. Includes challenges to the 2020 election from lawyers Lynn Wood and Sidney Powell, as well as the Republican Mike Kelly's lawsuit of Pennsylvania. Wood and Powell each filed multiple lawsuits in battleground states, including Georgia and Wisconsin. Nearly every 
Lawsuit is consideration consideration questions expanded use of mail-in ballots in the 2020 election. The court had declined to expedite the election challenges in early January as former President Donald Trump sought to overturn the election. So they wouldn't talk about it then, but now they want to talk about it. Now, what good does it do? Are they going to strip Biden of being president and put Donald Trump back in? It's not going to happen. They're not, not going to do it. The only thing I can say at this point, the only thing I could say at this point is you would have to say, well, Biden serves the rest of the four years and then you have to give the election to Trump. No, they, this is all about, this is not about Trump because Trump's not going to run in four years. He'll be too old. Um, no, the I'm point is, Trump, 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 Trump seems the like point is, going. This, this is weird shit. They are, no, that they've removed by Biden taking the presidency. They have they have given the Supreme Court the excuse not to overturn the election, but to make a judgment that mail-in ballots can't be used next time because they all know that they went too far and they all know they have to have a price to pay. And they've gone, what they're going to say is, look, we, we're just going to fudge our votes next time with the electronic voting machines. We're not going to do the ballot harvesting because they were just too obvious. We've been caught. And that's what it is. So what I just said, Peter, was that the business with the Supreme Court is going to outlaw the... They're going to find something to outlaw without doing anything. Like, because they're too bloody useless. They're not going to overturn the result because that's why they suddenly went, oh, shit, fabulous, now we can act. They wanted to wait till they installed the puppet and now they're just going to... Because they don't want to... They know. They know that the issue is, is that everyone knows that he was... Um, that he didn't get 80 million votes. They know yeah. the fraud. And the problem is, is the what people are not realising, the media and the left can run around. They can run around all they like, but it's the integrity of the elections are shot. No, and that, what we know about um, fractional voting software um, is that no election in the world is safe. It means nothing. And our whole, it, there's no real social contract. It, it, it really means that there is no such thing as a vote anymore. You have no votes. Once people realise that, that the vote doesn't matter, so this is what the Supreme Court's doing. They're kind of racing in because they know the consequence. They know as a consequence that there's a that that the people know that the vote doesn't matter that yeah. that, that that they won't vote next time, and it will and and the and society is going to break down. Well, I, I, in, the, in relation to this, you had Facebook. You know, they tried to say Parler was dealing with the whole role in the Capitol riot. Um, Facebook, Facebook was more into it. 223 yeah. governmental documents discussing charges against individuals who were involved in the Capitol riot. 73 mentioned Facebook. Parlor, meanwhile, was only mentioned eight times. You know, it's Facebook, you know, because, you know, people, people join groups through Facebook. You know, if big tech continues censoring conservative, that means our days on these platforms may be numbered. 
Um, you know, if new data from the American Department of Justice shows despite the media and big tech campaign against Parler, it was Facebook which served as the top rallying point for the storm in the Capitol ground on January 6th. This is the reason why they went after, um, they quickly went after the um, event after the fact that I posted on um on my little bitty rally that nobody really attended, you know, it was like, it was just kind of, uh, I set up a tent on the outside and people were pretty much passing by me, you know, but I had really, I wasn't inciting violence or anything, but no, they, they came quickly and tried to say that, you know, what I posted was inciting violence or whatever. They went after anybody who said, stop the steal. And, you know, um, went after Ali Alexander, you know, mind you, that every one of these rallies, including this one that they're talking about at the Capitol and Trump's rallies were very, were all permitted. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. First Amendment rallies. We didn't just show up and we didn't just start attacking. We all started with a rally. We had bad actors on all sides, uh, both Antifa, some crazy Trump supporters, um, and uh, Black Lives Matter showing up and starting stuff and going into the Capitol. And then you had other people who just showed up and didn't even realize. They probably went in the building and didn't realize that they were what they were doing was wrong because the police were quite literally letting them in. Like I saw on the backside of the Capitol, people were fighting. There was tear gas being thrown at people. There was flash grenades. There was people fighting. There were people climbing the walls. There were all sorts of violent things done by different people. There was people walking past us calling us pussies for not getting up there. You know, all the while I'm sitting way back at a safe distance going, what the hell is happening? You know, so we decided. So, yeah. So then they came around and there was somebody from Ali said, we're supposed to have a rally on the other side. Please don't stop. Come on to the other side. So eventually I walked past the back of the Capitol grounds to go around the building go to the other side of the building to the cool side of the pillow and what do we see nobody really rioting no police officers beating people up on that side you saw thousands of people on the steps of the capitol building just standing there and we were cheering looking like we were basically waiting for a rally to kind of stop a uh, start and i saw on the side of the building when i came up i saw one police officer with the gate kind of open he wasn't doing anything or saying anything to anybody, and people were walking onto the patio. Now, if you had walked up to the Capitol and didn't see what was going on the other side and walked up and saw the, the peacefulness on that side compared to what was going on the other side, and you would have said, well, oh, the gate's on the sides open so I can go in. And those people would have probably just went in because I even mentioned, I was like, I'd love to go on the patio area, but it's crazy. I know it's crazy on the other side, you know? So people were walking in there. The cops weren't stopping it. So there were people that probably saw it on the front side, didn't realize how violent it was on the bad side, and walked in and got in the middle of it. You know, 
But then what they're doing is they're going after any individual who they say is, you know, large presence on the media, blah, blah, blah. If I had a larger presence on the media, they probably would have quite literally came after me and I didn't do a damn thing. They went after adorable, deplorable because he didn't make the mistake of, of kind of putting himself in the event, which he really wasn't. You know, he came back and said that, but the FBI raided him. They came after him. Probably one of the yes. reasons why they didn't come after me is because I'm trying to. I had to kind of. They, they, if you guys to Trump, like they couldn't, they couldn't we add. They could not add guy. Um, they could not add the gay issue to the thing because you see well, the big they, issue here is we're all branding. trying to. We're all trying to cover up the fact that Nancy organized this false flag. Now, oh, yeah. it's the other thing about it, Trump's got a problem with, I guess part of the problem is you can't lock her up. But, well, you can't shoot her for treason because it, then the demon inside her will get free. So, I mean, <laughs> the demon inside her, if demons live forever, then they'll just go and get someone else. I mean... What are you going to do with these people? She has to be ah oh, just tied up and left outside the the um, Congress for everyone to throw tomatoes at. Gee, it's it's Nancy's protest. I bet you that's what she. That's why she was shit scared about her laptop being oh, stolen. Well, I mean, well, how many well, bloody laptops well, have to be stolen before well, the well, FBI well, decides? I'm gonna leave the subject with one more with one more thing. I mean, this is this is pit bull even talking about the so-called conspiracy theories and stuff that we've gone on. Here, here's him just talking about it. Living in right now, living right now, it's a pandemic scandemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call it. And right now, we're talking about are we talking about a virus, a virus. That's what we talking about: SARS, MERS, bird, swine, Ebola, now Corona. Come on, folks. I mean, you gotta really, you gotta read the dealies, bro. You gotta the devil's in the details. And with that said, is if you look at the recovery numbers on what we're talking about, I don't know what it is, but I guess the flu went on vacation on this year. Heart attacks went on vacation. Everything went on vacation this year when it came to. I'm talking about you know what we're going through right now. And let's just call a spade a spade. This shit gets deep. The only thing is, is do you want to realize how deep it is? You know, that's, that's the way I look at this shit. And even going into this, I don't know if y'all know about this, but might as well put it out there, especially in y'all show, because y'all got folks that need this more than anybody. We all need it. There's a there's a, a rehearsal that went, on, that went on before this whole shit is called Event 201. October 18th, 2019, this shit came out. It was ran by the John Hopkins University, which is in cahoots with Bill Gates, Melinda Gates Foundation. And this was a complete rehearsal of what we did. Before. You have a segment where it says segment financial, what we're going to do, segment travel, what we're going to do, segment, what we're going to do when it comes to online. And, and it said, if anybody is not a part of the narrative, we're going to take it off, off online, which to me smells like communism. Yeah. You feel me? Bottom line, what it is, people so connected, they disconnected. And they take so many pictures, they miss the big picture. I mean, they planned it. They absolutely planned it. This is a pandemic, epidemic, pandemic, just like he said. Um, 
Well, I know, and that's why you've got to start wearing condoms because Bill Gates is openly saying there's going to be a next one. So, but remember what happened with HIV. Marilyn, do you know what happened with HIV? Or am I the only old bitch around? I, I, I know what happened. It was really bad. It was really bad. But remember what happened when they went back and tested. They went and tested the HIV bloods that were, or people's STI tests in New York. And they found that in the late 70s, people started to get infected with HIV. But because it's a slow cooking virus, this new virus we've got, they've given us at the moment, that's a quick one because so, it's giving them a quick result. They try to slow result. What if the next one is they're going to give us is a slow one, a slow release, another slow release, so that people are all infected before they before they get to it? And that's the problem with that's one of the reasons I think we need to be very careful in terms of starting to keep pushing safe sex because we don't know whether another one of these nasty viruses is going to come down the track because we don't know who these people are. We don't know whether it's China. We don't know whether it's a, you know, an alphabet agency. We really don't know this well-funded cabal of powerful people ranging across industries and ideologies working together behind the scenes to influence perceptions, change rules and laws and steer media coverage and control the flow of information. Yes, well, this people... insane. It says Time magazine is literally admitting that the secret cabal of powerful, wealthy, elite people and corporations hijacked our 2020 election by steering media coverage, influencing perceptions and changing rules and laws. Straight up. And that started from event 201. That man is exactly right. Pitbull is exactly right. So it comes back to how do they fund and how do they make viruses? Where are yeah, their what viruses? Are they, what, do they do when their favorite, what do they do when their favorite celebrities actually start talking about this? Because, you know, everybody's used to celebrities, these celebrities and singers being all leftists. And here it is, you know. Time magazine admits in great detail about 2020 election was rigged against Trump by secret cabal of wealthy and connected elites. Uh, four yeah. weeks after the 2020 election, President Trump and anyone paying attention argued the election was rigged. President Trump even warned months before the election that the only way Republicans could lose was a rigged election. All right, here's, here's Trump. In 78 days, we're going to stop the radical left. We're going to win the state of Wisconsin. And we are going to win four more years. And then after that, we'll go for another four years because you know what? They spied on my campaign. We should get a redo of four years. So we have to win the election. We can't play games, get out and vote do those uh, beautiful absentee ballots or just make sure your vote gets counted. Make sure, because the only way we're gonna lose this election is if the election is rigged, remember that. It's the only way we're gonna lose this election. So we have to be very careful. 
Now look, we have this is more than this election. That's a big statement. The only way they're going to win is that way, and we can't let that happen. Well, he's right. That's the truth. The election was rigged. It's the truth. Um, the Time Magazine even admitted in a long and detailed screed by leftist Molly Ball that a secret cabal of wealthy and politically connected elites joined together to rig the election against Trump. Um, mm. It's all there. They rigged it. There's a conspiracy. Here it is. Molly Ball at Time Magazine reported. There was a conspiracy unfolding behind the scenes. One of both contailed the protests and created a resistance from CEOs. Both surprises were the result of the informal alliance between left-wing activists and business titans. The pact was formalized in a terse, little-noticed joint statement of the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and AFL-CIO uh, published on Election Day. Both sides would come to see it as a sort of implicit bargain inspired by the summer's massive, sometimes destructive racial justice protests in which the forces of labor came together with the forces of the capital to keep the peace and oppose Trump's assault on democracy. The handshake between business and labor was just one component of a vast cross-partisan campaign to protect the election, an extraordinary shadow effort dedicated not to winning the vote, but ensuring it would be free and fair, credible, and uncorrupted. But for, for more than a year, loosely organized coalition of, I know, operatives scrambled to shore up America's institutions as they came under scrupulous attack from a remorseless pandemic and an autocracy inclined president. So they, they've, they've put, they've convinced in their mind that they're saving the democracy by ruining the democracy. And I think it was somebody, I think it was me, Milo said it, that a um, uh, hundred years from now, they'll sit back talking about how the democratic party destroyed democracy. Well, it's true, and and the the fact is, is the Democratic Party because you know this business with Hillary, her Clinton Foundation, all these rogue governments all around the world gave her money, and no one knows what they gave her money for. And now, when you look at it, it's for the software that she was selling. She sold the software, so Hillary and her Democrats. You just haven't sold out the way the the they haven't brought down America. They've brought down the West, and every single country that does elections is now using this defunct um, uh, fractional voting software. And the fractional voting software works by they describe like it's like money counting software. So there's three of us. What you can do with your program is that Marilyn, she can, her vote's worth 1.25 and my vote here is worth 0.25 and Peter's is worth 0.75. I mean, the numbers might be wrong because our numbers, our votes don't equal one. In the old days, one vote equals one vote. And this is how they do it. And they do the papers and then they grab the papers, batches of hundreds of them and feed them through the machine and the and the meat that's how they get counted. And and that's how they do it in and, and you can see in other countries dodgy you can just see the signs. There are signs of a dodgy election. And if you really like I am in terms of 
you know, like we used to be able to predict in this country, um, you used to be able to predict and you used to be able to go, oh, yes, well, I know who's going to win the election. Now, the people that we don't want to win elections, the people don't want to win, you know, these miraculously really unpopular leaders win elections. So there's a, you can tell that it's dodgy. You oh, yeah. can tell that it's I mean, like Biden got 80 million votes. I mean, there's, oh. too much, there's too much stuff in here not to go over. It's like for nearly a year, a loosely organized coalition of operatives scrambled to shore up America's institutions as they came under stimulus, uh, a simultaneously attack from a remorseless pandemic and an autocracy inclined president. Though much of this activity took place on the left, it was separate from the Biden campaign and crossed ideologically lines with crucial contributions by nonpartisan and conservative actors. The scenario the shadow campaigns were desperate to stop was not a Trump victory, and it was an election so calamitous that no result could be discerned at all, a failure of the central act of democratic self-governance that had been a hallmark of America since its founding. Their work touched every aspect of the election. They got states to change voting systems and laws and helped secure hundreds of millions in public and private founding or funding. They fenced off voter suppression lawsuits. They recruited armies of poll workers and got millions of people to vote by mail for the first time. They successfully pressured social media companies to take a harder line against disinformation and use data-driven strategies to fight viral smears. They executed national public awareness campaigns that helped Americans understand how the vote count would unfold over days or weeks, preventing Trump's conspiracy theories and false claims of victory from being more traction. After Election Day, they monitored every pressure point to ensure that Trump could not overturn the result. The untold story of the election is that thousands of people of both parties who accomplished the triumph of American democracy at its very foundation, says Norm Elson, a prominent lawyer and former Obama administration official who recruited Republicans and Democrats to the vo Board of Voter Protection Program. So ultimately, in the guise of trying to say they were protecting the vote, in reality, they were not protecting the vote. They were doing everything they could to skew the vote because they knew that the vote itself, hmm. the vote itself would be confusing, and they took advantage of it. They, it's always planned. Just to the day, like how many people were running for Democrat, and all of a sudden, on the same day, the remaining ten people or whatever decided to drop out and give Joe Biden the bit. Because they knew that they could use him. He was the bumbler. He's probably fed stuff. He's pro he doesn't even probably even I wouldn't even I wouldn't even try to blame Joe Biden. At this point, Joe Biden probably doesn't even know that they rigged it for him. He literally thinks he won legitimately. That's the sad thing because he has to think that he won legitimately because his bumbling ass would say he didn't. But then again, he did screw up. Remember that quote where he said, "We have put together, we have put together the largest, um, um, uh, how did he say it? Fraud yeah. team together. <laughs> I mean, come on, people, it's there. So of course, there's a million, and there, I swear to God, there was like a million people in D.C. that day. That's why they're scared. That's why they want to lock us up. They want to throw that. They want to cleanse." 
They want to cleanse us, cleanse Republicans, cleanse Trump supporters. The sad thing is, folks, at the end of the day, we fall into it because now people are like, screw the Republican Party. I don't want to have anything to do with the Republican Party. We're just going to wait for a new party to come. We're going to just we're going to do this. We're going to do that. Meanwhile, the left will keep winning because they're only going to grow in their numbers. They're going to grow in their strength. They're only going to be able to get their put together more and more ways to cheat. Meanwhile, the right is going to sit there and fight with who's who's a never Trumper, who's an FBI agent, who's a Trump Trump supporter, who's not a Trump supporter. Oh, we need to create a third party. We fuck the Republican Party, fuck the GOP. We're not going to go. We're not going to participate. We're not going to donate. That doesn't help, folks. I've said this multiple times, and it's the only reason I went down there January 6th, because I wanted to preach to people that now is the time to double down, join the GOP, change the GOP, change it to the GOP you want it to be, fill it to the rafters with these Trump supporters that basically are pissed at the GOP, and you're going to change it with your money, your donations, and then your presence at the local GOP. Because I don't care. No matter what city you go to in North Carolina in a purple state, hundreds of thousands of, of, of Trump voters, hundreds of thousands of Republicans. Then when you go to the Republican meetings, it's the same 20 or 30 people that show up. So if we can get just a fraction of those people that went down there to go to a so-called friendly area and take over our local GOPs, get the right people in, 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 the, in the power of these state, local, state GOPs. We can build a stronger, more people-friendly, more Trump-friendly, more Trumplican-friendly GOP and Republican Party that's willing to fight and get dirty just as bad because this is a war, folks. This is a war for America. This is a war. And I'll use the terminology because people know what it is. It is a war for not just America. It is a war of the world. This is World War III. This is a cultural war, and we need to take back this country. It's a real problem, though. I really do sympathise with the people, and I'm going to say this is because I do sympathise with those people who who are wanting a third party. I I, I sympathise with that feeling because it's there is there is a sense of futility, there's a sense of 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 being betrayed, and there's all of those kinds of stuff. And on one side, there is kind of the Biden victory means that what's the point of elections ever? If this Supreme Court doesn't act, I don't know that elections are going to matter. I don't believe that um, unless they kind of do something to fix up the way the integrity of the vote is, I, I think that the Time magazine was very much a, that article really shows them panicking. It really does show that them admitting that the that what they've done is wrong, and they know what they've done is wrong, and and they know they've gone too far, and so it's damage control, because it is damage control because people know that 
the election integrity was shot? And will there be another election that can be trusted? And that's exactly true. We just committed treason while the whole world was watching. And when people in in Australia start looking at the and analysing this fractional voting, when people realise that America was the last one to fall, um, they're going to go, oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. Flags upside down. So this is why people are calling for a coup, because if the military allow a Chinese spy to be in the White House, because the laptop, like the laptop is so compromising, Peter. I've seen that. I've seen shit from that. Um, what do, how can the American military allow, um, a, a man so compromised to take the White House? I don't know. Well, it's time for us to fight back and we got to get people to join the, uh, go right movement, um, for, for America. But we're going to end this one. We're going to come right back with subject. Uh, Marilyn will join us back here in just a moment and, uh, we'll be right back. Something like 1994. But always, but always there will be the there will be the intoxication power. power. Always, always, every moment, every moment, there will be the there thrill, will be the of, thrill victory. of victory. The sensation, the sensation of trampling, of on, trampling an enemy on an enemy is helpless. Is helpless. If you want a picture, you want of the future, of the future, imagine a boot, imagine a boot stamping, stamping on a human on face, a human face, forever, forever. The moral, the moral to be drawn from, drawn this, dangerous from this dangerous nightmare situation, nightmare situation is a simple one. Is a simple one. Don't let it happen. Don't let it happen. It depends on you. It depends on you. So let's so work let's together, work together, compromise, and reach, and reach a deal that will truly, that make, will truly make America safe. America safe. As we work As to, we defend, work to our defend our people's safety, people's safety we must also, we must ensure, also ensure our economic, our economic resurgence, resurgence continues, continues at a rapid pace. At a rapid pace.
You weren't supposed, you to, weren't do supposed that. to do that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.